So I am a real sucker for talking to people that are doing different things, talking to people that are not afraid to leave their box. They see the need to enlighten other people so that the world can be a better place. When I read an article in the Icelandic newspaper with my guest today, Magnus Orre, what really caught my attention was here was a guy here in Iceland, a guy who had been in the media, he's been in the parliament, and he's been working for UN Women on, in here in Iceland on the board there. And what he's been doing, he's been traveling the country, doing speaking, really interesting speakings, uh, talks to groups of people, very often in environment that are very filled with men. And the whole thing started when Me Too Revolution um, opened up. And he was asked, because of his experience and what he's doing, Companies were asking him to come and uh, give them a little insight about what, what's going on. And I just felt what he was saying and how he approaches this box of masculinity and femininity and is so interesting that I uh, gave him, I looked him up, found him, asked him, Magnus, would you be interested to uh, be a guest on the Chainsmakers podcast? And he so kindly said, Yes, of course I would like that. So here we go. I uh, recorded this in his office in the Reykjavik area in Iceland. And I thought it was quite unique and special. Hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy. Okay, Magnus, you have been doing such a fabulous job talking to men all over the island of Iceland about feminism, about the consequences of the Me Too revolution and what they can do. Can you share with us a little bit about your process? How come? Well, it started with I've been a member of the board of the UN Women in Iceland now for six years. So I know a little bit about equality and discussion about feminism. And then I've been a private consultant as well and used to used to some public speaking. So when a company in the east side of Iceland wanted to know a little bit more about what is Me Too and how does it relate to what we're doing and how should we behave, it was men strongly companies, a lot of men working there. Uh, so they came to me and asked if I would like to come and, and speak to the staff. That was the 1st of January beginning of January and uh, since I've been speaking uh, for like 30 individual uh, groups um, that being uh, corporations, uh, public speaking for members of local communities and everything in between. I have probably spoken to like two to three thousand people over the process of this year mm. uh, about feminism, about equality, about Me Too 
but mostly, and, and I think is the kind of the key issue here is that the, there's a man speaking about feminism, a man yeah. speaking about equality, and there's a huge demand for that. Mm -hmm. And I think that I can relate to the audience in a much more, uh, you know, should we say, because I am the priority group, I am the strong group, I am, I am the privileged. Mm -hmm. Uh, that gives me uh, another platform than it would be if a woman would be speaking about equality. Yeah, tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, so I think that's kind of the key issue. So, yeah. so and because I can approach the, the, these delicate matters in, mm. in a, from the standpoint of the guy, f from the privileged one, and I can talk easily about you know football, music, Bob Dylan, whiskey, having a long one, or you know having mm. you know every, everything in between there. And I can approach this, uh, so being a guide, speaking about feminism, gives me a huge voice, huge power. And I believe that even though Iceland is doing really, really well in, in equality matters in so mm -hmm. many aspects, we have still a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Me Too movement came as a big shock in a way. Mm. Okay, wow, it's so, the problems are so deep. But I approach it from the standpoint of the culture. Mm -hmm. The values, the yeah. humor, yeah. you know, what are we doing wrong in that matters. Me Too movement came about because young women spoke out. So, guys, what can we do about it? What is our next step? Also from the standpoint that we have left equality, feminism to the women. Mm. The guys have been standing aside. They said, okay, women's issue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go in there. Yeah. But now... They have come to us and said, would you like to participate? Yeah. Would you like to come and, and also work on equality, please? Yeah. And so boys now all over the world have a huge opportunity. And also it is because we are so lucky to be alive in this period of time. Because mm -hmm. this is a social, cultural revolution. And it's not like there's a small group of people trying to put an issue on the table. No, we are, everybody has knowledge of what's going on. We all have knowledge about the problems, mm -hmm. and we have knowledge about the solutions. So we are very fortunate to be alive in this period of time, because probably we are making the biggest dramatic change in, in the relationship between a man and a woman yeah. at this point in time. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. yeah. It's only like 12 months since. Yeah. And I think the, the world will never be the same. No, I think we're just on the verge of something even bigger. Exactly. I think it's just yeah. a little crack yeah. that is yeah. open. Yeah. And it's going to benefit both gender. It doesn't really matter. It, it will benefit. Because it's open up as well that it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to talk about what has happened to you. Yeah, and th that's and also a point where I, I need to stress every time is that, boys, we will benefit a lot from this. Yeah. Please don't be afraid. Don't yeah. close off. Yeah. You will benefit, not only your daughters or your sisters or your mothers, yeah. but also you as person. I, I agree with you. But still you have to emphasize it. Yeah. And that I'm fortunate enough. I've, I've been to, to see companies where the staff is knowledgeable about equality. Mm. But I've also been to companies where the staff has not so knowledgeable. Yeah. You know, yeah. They've not put a lot of thought into it. But then you need to approach the group in a, in a totally different way. And how do you approach it? What have you felt in... Uh, you've been speaking to couple of thousand people yeah. and what do you feel has really been the aha for the let's say white male middle-aged <laughs> in the group <laughs> well, the middle-aged plus is the most difficult group mm. yeah the, the younger ones are much more accepted they know much more what i'm talking about 
Yeah. But what I use a lot of metaphors. I talk to them about music and football and, 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 and different types of, uh, you know, double standards in politics and business. For example, there's one topic I mentioned quite early on. It, it's lectures that have been from 30 to 90 minutes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes we just go on and on and on, and there's Q&A, yeah. and so yeah. it's up to 90 minutes. But, you know, 40 to 60 minutes is, is the most. So, but one, one topic I touch upon is... Is football soccer? Yeah, and and so I, I, I tried to get the guys to understand the point of the woman. Yeah. So okay, so I go into football soccer. The, the rules of the game were, you know, decided upon like 120, 150 years ago, mm-hmm. by men for men, because mm-hmm. only then men could play football. Yeah. Most popular sport in the world. Today, Iceland has like um, top quality. Both in women football and men football, yeah. you know, world world class players. But you know what? The average female football player in the Icelandic national team is like twelve to fifteen kilos less masculine mm-hmm. and twelve to fifteen centimeters lower mm-hmm. than the average male Icelandic national player. Twelve to fifteen kilos, twelve mm-hmm. to f- yeah. fifteen centimeters. Yeah. But still. The football pitch is as long for both sexes, as wide for both sexes. The goalposts mm. are, you know, as the same for men and women. Meaning, boys, we are saying to the girls, come on, let's play. It's, it's a fabulous game. It's so much enjoyment to play football. But still, you have to play by our rules, designed by us, for us. And yeah, the post is like 15 centimeters, you know, wider mm-hmm. each hand yeah. for you than us. And to many, that's kind of a wow moment. Then I say, guys, this is this not only football. This is also in politics, yeah. business, how we distribute money, and this is in, in in our society, etc., etc., etc. We say to girls, come, you can join. Come on, there's no problem. Everybody, yep. everybody can apply, yeah. <laughs> or everybody can run for the office, yeah. or be a board member or a CEO. But there's always a but. Mm. The rules, the values, the criteria is signed by men for men, yeah. and the strengths of the man is something that we have been raised upon to be. That's the most acceptable one, or what that what we seek for yeah. in the job criteria. Yeah. It's something that the man is like, uh, you know, we have, I've been raised to be bold, aggressive, mm. take decisions. Mm-hmm. You have been raised by being nice, polite, you know, da la 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 la. Well, they but, tried. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't yeah, work. Yeah, no, exactly. No, but and of course, generalizing. <laughs> yeah, of course, of, you know, of course yeah, you're putting yeah, me into a box. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, to make the guys understand that it is, it's, you cannot, because in Iceland, the problem is we, have, we are strong in equality. We're doing really, really well. But still, a majority of the men in Iceland mm. feel that they are fighting for equality. They're not in the group of feminists. Yeah. Meaning, they say to themselves, and they have said to me on various occasions, I'm all for equality. You know, I have daughters, etc. Yeah. I'm all for it. But still, I think the most suitable candidate should be picked. Yeah. And then I ask, okay, what is the criteria? And, you know which we use mm. for deciding upon who is the best candidate. Mm-hmm. Could be that we are still on the pitch of football. Mm-hmm. 
you know, where it's just the bar is 15 centimeters higher for them than for us. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Yeah. And I think this kind of metaphor helps a lot of guys to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because, because it really goes down to the con- unconscious bias as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because, and also because I can promise you that all men have watched women's football mm-hmm. and there's kind of a sloppy kind of a shot at goal. Mm-hmm. But the girl and the, the goalkeeper mm-hmm. cannot reach high enough to reach yeah. it. And, and everybody says, oh, women are so bad in football. Yeah, exactly. They're so sloppy. Duh. Yeah. Duh. yeah, exactly. So, so this is kind of what I... Because then they realize, oh yeah, that's, that's a bit, there's a bias there. Mm-hmm. So this, in a way, that's, that's one of the things that I go through. And of course, a lot of other things. But, you know, you know giving a 60-minute lecture, you, you touch upon many things. But the key issue here is that it's so important that, that a guy is speaking about feminism. Yeah. The second key issue, I believe, is that you should be very careful, well, I did, to lecture too much to them. It's yeah. more of a dialogue between us. Yeah. And the best way for, for me to approach them, to get them on my side, is not to tell them, you should behave better. Mm-hmm. Because we've all done mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, one of the first things I say in my lecture is that, guys, I've done mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I went out drinking here like 10 years ago and mm-hmm. I did something at mm-hmm. you know, quarter to three which I'm not so proud of. Yeah, exactly. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. And we're not talking about that now. No. We're trying to talk about how we're going to behave on next Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a really important point for them. Mm-hmm. Because they have felt that in the Me Too movement, oh, so we're all bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we've all, we've all, we've all... And now we have to stick together exactly. to, to be right. defend that. Yeah, exactly. We're not that bad. No, no. <laughs> and so they, they get defensive. Yeah. So that's important for me as a way to get the, the communication going. Is that yeah. the boys, I've done mistakes. We've all done mistakes. And we're not talking about them today. We're talking yeah. about how it's going to behave in the future. Also, I think it's important for me to get them out of the defensive mode of I'm 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 all for equality. You know, I I've thought yeah. you know that, that kind of some bullshit. We we've done that. You know, we passed that here mm-hmm. nicely. Yeah. We should do more. Yeah. And then then I for example I used the metaphor of, of movies mm-hmm. and TV shows. You know, eighty to ninety percent of all films are written by men, mm-hmm. directed by men. Mm-hmm. If there is a narrator, you know, somebody talk, talking yeah. over. It's a man in 83% of incidents. And then we have what? Women are... Uh, every third woman in a movie is dressed sexually. Mm-hmm. There's like three times more women dressed sexually than men. Yeah. And what I... One number I find you know, amazing is that if two women mm. are speaking together in a movie, mm. in 80% of instances they're talking about the men. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, exactly. So, okay. so this is just so this is, um, this no wonder our conscious bias is like an autopilot on that. Oh, exactly. it has to be like this. This yeah. is I'll be yeah. accepted. And yeah. This I use yeah. to get the guys to understand. Okay, guys, you are raising daughters today. Yeah. If you say to me, "I'm all for equality," mm. and you're not going to do anything drastic about it, yeah. this will continue. Yeah. Because in Hollywood and Iceland, they will make movies like this. Yeah. So, get on the wagon of feminism and do something mm. be the change be the change set a quota mm. direct the money and other matters or whatever we do yeah. depends of course of industry and you know what we're doing but you know move from being all for equality to be feminists it's really about when you're saying that it's really about being more conscious aware of your behavior of yeah. your reactions and yeah. 
which is yeah, which is what we want to do with the no more boxes movement. Really, mm. just raise the awareness. Mm. You know, yeah. it might have been the social rule way back when, but it's my actually my decision and my responsibility if I want to take it into the present or into the future. Yeah. And each and every day we are faced with taking the right decision. Yeah, we are. With somebody now, you know, today somebody will go to the coffee machine at my work mm. and say a joke. Mm-hmm. Am I going to laugh at the joke? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to say, this is not humor accepted here in this workplace? Yeah. Etc, etc, etc. Yeah, etc, etc. So, so this is what I try to kind of... Uh, Emphasize mm. when I go and uh, try to raise the, the, the consciousness of the awareness of the guys yeah. about these little issues which all relate to culture, values, humor. Yeah. We have found out when we were writing the book, me, Nicholas Haynes and myself, the story of boxes, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we found there are eight drivers behind this behavior, okay. which is really interesting why we're doing it. Just like you're saying, culture. Oh education and your background and and how you have perceived your life and it's really interesting to see it can be really like a a box within a box within a box why you're doing it but so there are many layers to look at now uh, going back to your speech and how you are using the words of Bob Dylan a 50 year old (laughs) words of Bob Dylan hey Bob Dylan (laughs) there is waking man up yeah but the the background story here is that that the most difficult group to approach yeah. are men 55, 60 plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and understandably, yeah. they have been yeah. raised in so different manner than mm. kids are raised up today. Yeah. And they feel sometimes uh, defensive. Yeah. And then I use Bob Dylan reference. Yeah. And I play the music in the lecture. Mm-hmm. Because when they were growing up, mm. Bob Dylan was most likely their hero. Yeah. Or anyway, they could easily relate to what he was saying at the time. Yeah. And he wrote this, you know, huge monumental song, mm. Times Are Changing, yeah. which I, I, I really just go over the lyrics of the text. Yeah. Because I find that he's, he's so descriptive and he's so current yeah. and he relates perfectly of what we are trying to do today. Mm-hmm. You know, just this... This evening, should I go just yes, to remind please. audience yes, about please, what he's because, saying? Yeah. Because, you know, he says, for example, in, 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 in one stage of the song, he says, Come mothers and fathers throughout the land, and don't criticize what you can't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old road is rapidly aging. So please get out of the new one if you can't lend a hand, for the times they are a changing. I love that. Yeah, exactly. And, it's, and it relates so well to the audience because oh, yeah. these guys, they don't want to be on the opposite side of Bob Dylan. Of course not. No, they want, no, to, be they want the... to be in the Bob Dylan box. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that as well, kind of, okay, because, because what I am emphasizing is that the young people has already gone. Yeah. The young people is, you know, they, 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 are, they are moving so fast in towards feminism, activism, you know, equality in, in, in a way that, that you and I find amazing. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys, 60 plus, are not going to be in that part of the movement, because we are, as I said before, witnessing dramatic changes. It's, it's, it sounds like they're just going to be an alien. Exactly. <laughs> and, when you, and, and when you ask them that, they yeah. don't want to. No, of course no, not. No. Who wants to be that? They want to belong to the yeah. Bob Dylan yeah. group, of yeah. course. So, Magnus, I think this this has been fabulous. How can... I'm sure that now the world is just going to come and bombard you with the request to 
do speaking engagement and enlightening men worldwide? Where should they go? How can they reach you? Um, email. I don't know. I'm on Facebook. You're on you Facebook. Know. Yep. <laughs> Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft is grand, but but. And yeah. we will put all the notes in, yeah. in the show notes. We'll okay. put all the links and everything so that you can contact Magnus. Because yeah. I think this is what you're doing in something that is so important for, for humankind. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that a lot. But I feel as well that I'm making a difference. Because I can tell you, the feedback I'm getting is unbelievable. Mm. And I'm getting really good feedback from the men. But what amazes me most is that the feedback on women, Yeah. they are so thankful. Yeah, <laughs> and that is, this, you know, every, every we're time. so tired. <laughs> exactly, because you have you have carried the burden of putting this these things on the table. Mm. But but the only way for us to to get more results is to mm. get the guys involved. Yeah, exactly. So, Thank you so much, Magnus. Love that. Thanks. Was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so. If so, feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the changemakers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world.